0: non-contact sport three points outside the line two points in like no bodily contact your chairs will obviously obviously that's kind of okay <laughs> It depends on the referee
1: honestly <laughs> Wheelchair Basketball Club is the focus of Monday's Open Door they recently received a grant from Bank of Ireland and they meet some of the members
2: to be wake up and tall like it never move again Like it's a, it's a bitter pill to swallow but you have to get on with life, life goes on like you know it's just not all about you I was determined to give myself a couple of years see where they get going again and Luckily enough, I did.
1: Clamus Wheelchair Basketball Club have been around since 2004. I speak to Garrett Culleton. Garrett is the trainer and he injured his neck playing rugby back in 1992 when he was only 21. And we speak to other members like Steve Robbins... Uh, Paul from Delvin Paul coaches the minor football team from Delvin and we speak as well to Tommy White who's a sports mad guy Uh, he's paralysed from his chest down but has not let that stop him play sport he plays wheelchair rugby and wheelchair basketball now recently Clonis Lee received the Begin Together Community Fund it's Bank of Ireland funding and it allows them to buy specialist wheelchairs to participate in wheelchair basketball so first I spoke to Paul Paul Tobin from Mantrath. What's your name?
2: Paul Tobin. Paul, nice yeah. to meet you. How are you keeping?
1: Good, good, yeah. So you're all, all set for training this yeah, I do a
2: little bit, yeah. Yeah. Keep the body in shape.
1: How does it keep you in shape? How do you feel after it?
2: Tired, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'd, be, you'd, you'd feel better next day or later on in the week. Like, you know?
1: What happened that you are in a wheelchair?
2: I, a shutter, you ever hear them shutter? Concrete walls. we was mm. striking a shutter off on morning and... I was going up to hook it up, and it just started coming off the wall, and I couldn't tear it. So, no one helped me. Very simple. Yeah. Yeah. So, just one of those things. What can you do?
1: And so, obviously, people were on site to yeah help you.
2: Yeah, they yeah, Lifted it off me and pulled me out. went right for them so.
1: Is that a long time ago or? Two
2: thousand eight. Okay. Yeah, two thousand eight.
1: Right. When when it actually happened to you? How did you get through that part?
2: How did you get through it? Well, those dark days. I suppose the family and everything was a big help like and
1: Shock as well I'd say for them Oh
2: To be wake up and tall like You'll yeah, never move again like it's a, it's a bitter pill to swallow But you have to get on with life Life goes on like you know Yeah You have to think of other people around you not, just not all about you it's, it's about family as well If you go down you're ringing them down So you have to kind of look at The brighter side of things And,
1: yeah. and were you a family man when it
2: happened or Yeah I have two kids and Married and two kids yeah Well the youngest was 16 at that time like so it's hard. Everyone would cope with things differently, I suppose. No, there's no two people the same, I'd imagine. Everyone has their own coping mechanisms. And I suppose I was at an age, I was determined to give myself a couple of years to see where they get going again, and luckily enough I did. So.
1: I'm sure lots of long, long conversations with your partner.
2: And yourself. <laughs> you know, it is, it's, a, it's a team thing. It wasn't just me, it was a group of things. And a little bit of luck as well, as a,
1: yeah.
2: which is essential in any walk of life.
1: How do you say that word luck after what happened to you then? Look,
2: and lucky to be alive. So, luck still was there that day. Someone was looking after me, or whatever yeah. the case may be. I probably should be six foot under, but sure. That's the lucky break.
3: Yeah.
2: So, I kind of said, I'll grab it with both hands and see how it goes. That's how I do. call luck now.
1: You have a bit of a light in you. Yeah. A light? Yeah.
2: Still flickering there, a little bit of a. <laughs> There's a little bit of a theme there still. Hopefully, you keep it going for another few years. We'll see how it goes. But this is a no-age sport. That's correct, yeah, but when you're coming up against young guys off other teams, Like <laughs> age doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> I thought it was experience yeah. in this certain situation.
2: Mm, certain parts of the court, but certain parts of the you need a bit of speed and you too. Like, so. Yeah, yeah. So it's a combination of both.
1: But it's t- I mean, it must be tough on the arms. I mean, I was just saying the, the lads, to the like. yeah. you know, Get used to it, you will
2: get used to it first that's why when you start and I start first like it takes years like, to get up to up to speed as the, as the sailing mm. you know? it, it doesn't happen overnight like, you know? no I would imagine yeah so we're trying to keep that bit of speed now that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the stage I'm at no but that's good old crackly it's a bit of a laugh to totally, it so. yeah, serious just, of course but
1: you have to you made friends have you with the lads I know all
2: these guys pretty well yeah I know Gareth since 2009 at first came in to play with, or came to meet Garrett. Yeah. He where were a sports partnership at the time when I came out of rehab, so I went to meet him or I kind of went from there and I started up the basketball. Tried it, tried lots of stuff. But didn't take some of them, you know.
1: Yeah. I get, I'm just wondering, as people listening who don't want to join or can't find it in themselves to join something like this, what do you say to that person that's well, going to I'd
2: really say to anyone, try it anyway. Try and give it a go. Go up and see. Like You've nothing to lose by just coming up and or going wherever you're from mm. like whether just go see it might not suit you you don't know but till you go yeah. so there's no point making decisions about something that you, give it a go that's all I would say to people that's good advice yeah, yeah. just give it a go
1: Paul Tobin from Mount Trath, a player on the Clonestay wheelchair basketball team and now we speak to the trainer Garrett Cullerton
4: I was playing the Wanderers in Dublin when I got injured but I suppose I grew up playing the guy. Gar- Hurling and football here in Claneaslee, right, yeah, and soccer as well. So everything I knew was was about team sports.
1: What happened on the pitch? How old were you?
4: 20, 21. It was just an awkward tackle. that came down on my head and landed awkwardly and broke my neck.
1: Mm-hmm. were you paralysed from the neck?
4: Um, well, yeah. Well, the end result was I can't really remember what happened, at the very instant, but yeah, I'm paralysed from my chest down, and I wouldn't have full power in my hands, but I good arm. Um, Function, I suppose. Sport for me, when I got going first, was all about fitness and trying to build up strength to just even for everyday living, rather than for a sporting point of yeah, view. Yeah,
1: you know. yeah. So, how did you get back to figuring out how to deal with life at 22? You know, that's a massive
4: it's just thing slow to process. I was nine months in the in the rehab and to learn to dress yourself transferring in and out of the chair, in and out of the car. You know, I was lucky to be able to do that, so I'm independent enough to drive around and that. And sport was a big help to me, because I literally got straight into doing a bit of everything over in the Irish Wheelchair Association, like I say, discus shop, but I started doing a bit of wheelchair track racing, playing a bit of basketball. That was keeping me busy most of my time, you know. I was still in college, so I had to finish that off as well.
1: You didn't fall off the ladder. You kind of decided to stay on it, did you?
4: It's a different ladder to climb then after, you know. It is, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Do you want
1: to introduce me to some of the lads who
4: have come Yeah, well, beside me, we have Stephen Robbins first, and then we have Paul Casserly and Joshua Connon. So up to you who you want to talk
1: well, to. Well, I'll go in, in order. Steve, how are you? Not bad, how are you? So, what, like, what does it, it do you feel every time you come Oh, here? well, I was
0: in into sport before. Like, I have had soccer and football from, like, through my childhood. And then mm. uh, I used to start more bike and the bypass in town. A woman pulled down in front of me. And I just went around her.
1: Okay, so you hurt your back or uh,
0: a lot of different injuries, but the main one was my back and my neck. Yeah,
5: right. Okay,
0: my neck thankfully didn't damage my spinal cord. Uh, healed perfectly fine, and then obviously my back was where the spinal cord injury was.
5: And so
1: this, th- then every Monday night you come here and no. like, are you any good or?
0: <laughs> a decent, I'd like to think of myself as decent.
1: <laughs> because I heard there's a match on Sunday, is there? Is that a league or what is that? Like,
0: that that particular day is a cup match, but we play the same team in the league the following weekend.
1: And like, would they be saying stuff to you on the, you know, you know would they be good? We're, all,
0: we're all fairly nice. Are you? We're all fairly like, I mean, one of the things that would happen a lot is like, You'd collide with someone and you'd fall out of the chair. But, like, usually someone's beside you. And even if, like, you're hurling at each other on the pitch, if someone looks like they're going to fall out, the person that crashes into you be the first person to help you back into the chair. Or something right. Like that.
1: So are the rules the same, exactly the same, as if you're playing with, you know, walking, running? Oh,
0: pretty much. It's a non-contact sport. Three points outside the line, two points in. Technically zero, like, no bodily contact. Your chairs will obviously hit off each other. That's kind of OK. Is OK? Kind of. It <laughs> D- depends on the referee and the situation at the time. Okay. I, if it looks like a foul, it probably
4: is a foul. Okay. Yeah. But for the most part, you have to demonstrate you're in control of the chair, and that's the main thing. Right.
1: So you're not, you don't look like you're.
4: You can't on just purpose put the head hitting. down and plow into someone.
1: Okay. Well, that makes, yeah. makes sense. With the baskets, then, do you have certain people who are better than others?
0: Yeah. Generally, the less of an injury you have, the better. Like me and Gareth, like there's a rating system for basketball. Okay. Oh. Um, it goes between one and five. One being you're heavily injured, me and Gareth would be rated as one. Right. And then a five would be an able-bodied person. Okay. So like yourself or like my brother, my parents, they're all yeah. rated as a five like. Right. And like the higher you're rating, the easier it will be to shoot. Like Paul here be fairly good.
1: See, so you've got you're quite muscly, Paul. Yeah. You have you have the upper torso, and you have oh the, the biceps and the triceps <laughs> and all the rest going on. Do you? They're, train?
3: they're, they're there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, they certainly are, aren't they? Do yeah. so you do a lot of weights?
3: Uh, I did when I was in college in AIT, but right. more or less to do with swimming.
1: When it comes to this kind of sport, then in, in relation to it is all upper body. So you're you travel from Westmeath, dear? you? Yeah. Every,
3: whereabouts are you from? Uh, Delvin. I played uh, from 2015 to 17 with, or 18 with uh, 17 in Shanneside Steelers so, and I had given up so the car took up for me to join here so it's a great call to get.
4: You t- take anyone you can get, as I say a couple of years ago we literally five and six lads that's all, all we had so yeah, um, yeah
1: just
4: as Paul down. said he used to play with the at lone team Shanneside Steelers and they lost some players so the team Sort of for a while. Are they back so,
1: or are they still? No,
4: he's sti- That's okay. why we scouted a few. So.
1: Right. Okay. So because obviously mm-hmm. at would be easier for you, Paul. Yeah. But, yeah. It yeah okay. Be, but. What does it mean to you then? Like this kind of thing. Like, does it keep you focused or?
3: Even though I'm doing coaching in two years, but I didn't have the on-out look. Uh, kind of put, something put forward for myself, like. Yeah, yeah. So I missed that, like, so. Uh,
1: do you coach, so do you coach young people, or?
3: Yeah, minors, went went the Elven St Paul's minors, trainers. Football, yeah, football, is it? Football, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, so you're used, to, did you used to play Gaelic? Or? Yeah, I used
3: to play Gaelic, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Do you, do you mind telling us what happened,
3: or what? Uh I accident with a buckle of a GSAB. Okay, right. Ripped the, uh, ripped the right leg off.
1: My God. Yeah. That's a trauma. Yeah. Yeah. How long ago did that happen?
3: Uh 2013. When I got into basketball in 2015.
1: You get back on quickly, you know. You don't. You do,
3: yeah. I was in the national rehab to, uh, in Dublin, so they contact. We, uh, we contact with all the Dempsey and then things just open up.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the advantage, isn't it, to having sport in your life? Is yeah, you, yeah. You realise, well, that's that gave me so that much. That gave
3: me something. Yeah.
1: To yeah, look forward to, yeah. Yeah. So your life completely changed obviously? Yeah, of course, yeah. 2014, yeah.
3: yeah. Started doing coaching and different courses for that in the last couple of years.
1: Is it unique that somebody uh, who uses a wheelchair would coach a football team? I
3: haven't met anyone yet, so maybe, maybe yeah. I'll be the first.
1: How do you gain their resp- respect on the pitch?
3: You have to engage with them and get them to trust you first before they'll, they'll start engaging with you, but yeah.
1: I suppose this time as well, the last couple of years, people have realised how important it is to have something like this, isn't yes, it? Yes, definitely you know? me, yeah. Josh, yourself, you are from Athlone? Are you from the Westmeath area, or?
5: Uh, God no, no. I'm I'm an awfully man, true and true.
1: Sorry, <laughs> I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know how I know how important it is. So whereabouts are you from in
5: Athlone? I'm
1: from Ban. Uh, so not too far for you to drive. No. No, yes.
5: Yeah. No, uh, I've played there in, in Athlone with Paul as well. Right. Um,
1: Is he a good shooter? Uh,
5: look, we we won't get into an argument here. <laughs> might we might tell you that after training.
1: <laughs> so would you see yourself as the best shooter then? Uh,
5: no, I wouldn't. I've, I'm I'm fair, you know. I yeah. Never never say I'm the best at okay, anything.
1: Okay. Right.
5: I wouldn't give myself a big head, you know.
1: Okay. So Shannon, you were at loan for a couple of years, were you?
5: A couple of years. Yeah. I started here twelve years ago, Gareth. Twelve. Uh, right. With yeah. the juniors. And it's come full, full circle. So you and know him
1: well, very well. It's,
5: it's great to be, be able to, you know, do it. Especially in, in the last two years or so. Yeah. It's a great way of meeting people. New activity instead of looking at the same four walls of whatever you're doing.
1: Is, is this what keeps you going? Like this kind of sport? Oh, such? definitely,
5: yeah. I've experimented with uh, multiple others, you know. Hand cycling and then done a... Skydive, so it's you know, try it, try anything, you know.
1: It's Josh from Fraban who is hands-on to try anything. And uh, before that, you heard. Plenty of talkers uh, this evening on the open door from the League Wheelchair Basketball Club. And we'll continue to speak to the boys on the way. After the break, we have an able-bodied player, Ted, who says he's never anywhere near skilled as the wheelchair-bound basketball players in the club. That's Ted. And Tommy White, uh, who is sports-mad and finds it very difficult to get buses in his area. He's paralysed from the chest down after a fall and how he really has adapted his life to not only wheelchair basketball, but wheelchair rugby as well. That's coming up on the way
4: next. Open up a door. The Open Door with Anne-Marie Kelly on Midlands 103.
1: You're listening to The Open Door on this Monday evening with Anne-Marie Kelly a little bit later on. We're looking back on a story that we put together from the year 2021. Remember that year, last year? Also, a little girl, a 10-year-old girl, is cutting off all her hair to donate to the Rapunzel Foundation All for Alopecia. That's coming up. She's from Port Arlington and she's doing it on the 29th of January. That's Shannon Vaughan. We'll be speaking to her a little bit later on on the programme. But back to Clanness Basketball where we speak to Tommy White on the way who is paralysed from the chest down after a fall but that hasn't stopped him from leading his life. He plays wheelchair basketball and rugby. as Tommy White on the way from the Rocket a Maze. But first to Ted. Ted is the only member of the wheelchair basketball in Clonestley who is able-bodied. Every team apparently is allowed one able-bodied person but he still believes he's not as skilled as the other members. This is Ted.
6: Trying to keep up with these boys isn't easy.
1: No, I wouldn't think so. No. Especially the fact that they've been here a few years up on you.
6: Definitely, yeah, yeah, and e- and even even at that, like, do
1: you feel intimidated a little bit?
6: Absolutely, yeah. There's there's <laughs> a severe like I have been here for a few months and I would consider myself to be coming along and getting to know it and how to play it a bit better, but the the skill level, the intensity, yeah, is great and, get, and and operate the chair as there's well. So yeah. go on. Yeah, there's, there's so much, yeah. There's there is going on. there is a lot going on and you have to be wary of if you are going in for a score, obviously, like if you're in a certain area, you can only be in there for a matter of seconds and All you have right. to get back out.
1: Didn't know that. You
6: can't, you can't stay underneath the basket like I, like I do sometimes, <laughs> wait for the ball to come in.
1: So obviously you can only manoeuvre in towards Well, the... yeah, say,
6: say to compare it to soccer, there's the box. Yeah. In this, there's the key. It's the same thing and you're only allowed inside it for three seconds and, in oh, that, and if you, see. once the three seconds is up you have to be seen to be getting out or making the effort to get out right if you were sitting there you'd be called on a foul <laughs> outside outside the key is much more difficult as, as Gareth tells us every week and every time we're doing a drill the closer you, you can get to the basket the better. There's times like again the skill level from being from lads being in, in the chairs and that as well. If most of the guys here would put their mind to it, I wouldn't get past them on the chair. They could they could they could keep you in one spot and that's it. You're not going to move.
1: Would you encourage members who are not wheelchair bound? The
6: league that we play in the Irish wheelchair league
4: allow for an able body player on each team. Now they don't. They're limited to one at any one time. So most clubs will have a couple of able body players. It probably, more often than not, it's like a sibling or a brother or a sister who got involved. Um, but yeah, friends, we're always delighted. The more numbers we have yeah. playing, the better. Yeah. But it's
1: important, as you said, to have a sibling or a brother, because then they could train with them as I well. Yeah,
4: motivate them, and encourage them yeah. yeah. We would like to say we're inclusive in a kind of a reverse manner. When you hear of inclusivity... <laughs> what does that
1: mean? Inclusive in a reverse manner?
4: Well, inclusive, been inclusive <laughs> and accessible in general societal terms is. Yeah, yeah. Allowing the the poor disabled person being able to join in. Yeah. But in our, it's a wheelchair sport, but
7: we're allowing the able-bodied player. Yes, I can get join you. Yeah, of course.
1: And this man, I haven't spoken to you yet. How are you? How are you,
7: Tommy White's my name. Tommy
1: whereabouts are you from?
7: Ah, uh, Rock of
1: Ah, very good. How long are you here then? you I'm only
7: here. Uh, Three or four weeks. That's okay, all. Okay,
1: weeks, yeah. right? So he's a baby, Gareth. Yeah.
7: You've, <laughs> only, you've been here? <laughs> only, only, beginner.
4: <laughs> this season, but probably he's only made three or four weeks of it. But right. This wheelchair rugby a lot too.
1: Oh, right. So uh, tell me about wheelchair rugby because yeah, I have never... wheelchair rugby now. It's, right.
7: uh, it's, it's brilliant. Is it anyway?
1: Is it in, obviously it's indoors? Yeah, it's
7: indoors in uh, Ananock. We train in Ananock, uh, Victorstown. I, I really enjoy that now myself. Since uh, since my accident. Right. I had an accident in two thousand and fourteen. Right. So for the first couple of years I was doing very little. Yeah. <laughs> I was sports mad like up up to that I used to play with Park Reineska, the football club. Yeah. Uh, there and and uh I used to play at Gaelic hurling football and hurling with them, so I was sports mad, so I was mad to get going at something. So I got in contact with Gara, to after coming out of the NRH and he... Encouraged me to come along. So I've been doing that since, and I really enjoy that. Yeah. So, so what
1: happened seven years ago?
7: I had a fall. Right. I fell from a height, so um, I got paralysed from my chest down. Right. Just under my chest bone, T5, paralysed, T4, T5. And uh, so I was in the inner hedge for six months or thereabouts, and hospital in hospital in the matter as well. For a couple of weeks. Right. And I uh, went to the NRH then, well, done the rehab there as much as we could. then came home, and then reality really hit. Like when you come home, all the supports really are gone, if you know what I mean. Yeah. so But you have to start coping then, basically, with what has happened. Like it takes, it took me well over two or three years to, to, to come to terms with. Well, I still haven't come to terms with to be honest with you. Yeah. Which you just have to get on with, you know, and that, so...
1: Trying to get yourself in that frame of mind every day, is it? Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to get on with Like, everything changes, like, from from the job I was doing to basically doing just getting out of bed, trying to go out of bed in the mornings and get up and do get into a routine, like... It's hard going, but do you, um, have have you got
1: a, a helper or do you do it yourself?
7: Um, I, I had some help at the start. Um, I had a carer coming in for for a while and then after after 2016 uh, that was taken that was gone like you know they didn't, I couldn't keep it like so. Yeah. So my mum was doing it for a while then as well and then she passed away so Sorry uh, she passed away know. in 2016 as well so uh, since then I'm on my own basically so I live alone but I'm, I'm able to manage like
1: yeah.
7: I, I can drive and, and that so I'm lucky that way that you're only a I, young man I, really that I can that I can yeah. drive so I can get out like only for that I'd be, I'd be snookered altogether because there's the bus, the bus there's not really bus service like from from Strabley. well there is but uh, you'd have to be the, this, the, the bus services are, are, are very poor because yeah. You know, you can't get on them like. It's so hard to get on them like.
1: The new Martley's.
7: Yeah, they they have one now that's accessible, alright. But mm. the older type buses like, they, you you just won't you wouldn't get on. them. No. Like, just impossible. No,
1: know. and they're rare. They're more rare, I suppose as well.
7: Yeah, like, yeah, and uh, that that was a big problem. Like, so I had to get, I had to find out about getting adapted a car and how to get manage all that and get get all done, but eventually got there like but it takes years like you won't do this in six months mm. it takes years to do to, to come to terms with all the well, all you're the,
1: very strong minded then are you well I,
7: I, I wasn't at the beginning but I had, you have no choice you just have no choice only just to get on with it You either stay laying in the bed and do nothing or just get up and try and get on with it and that's that's what I done. I tried to get up and get on with it as best I could so you make a new life for yourself, basically. It's, you're starting from the scratch again, like... The only problem is, I find, is that when you're actually in the chair, the problem is uh, work, I find. If I could find a job, like, something to do, basically.
1: But you're able to move your arms. Yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. But uh, it's, it's very hard to find work, like...
1: Is there do not you? a system, Garth, where, you know, you can become involved in a system where it would place you places, depending on your ability...
4: No, I, I think there, there's various train- courses and right. some are more accessible than others. But I don't know that you could say they'll place you anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like anything; you kind of have to. suppose find your own niche in what you're good at, what field—be it engineering, be it counting, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like everyone you apply for a job and hope to, hope you can get on well from there. You
1: know. Yeah. What do you get from the lads then? Are you able to share your your stories with them? Is that something?
4: Um.
7: Well, what I enjoy is just the, 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 the crack, the big crack you have when you come up here. Like, I, I love the sport, like, I love any kind of sports, all kinds of sports. So, that, I was used to a team sport anyway, so uh, it's just not, it's no different when you're just sitting in a chair, you're doing a different sport. Yeah, so, no, yeah. Kind of a way. Mm. So that's what I enjoy about it, like, and that's and a bit of crack as well, you know. Get you out with house and even so. Absolutely. Have to do thanks so much. Like Exactly, way from the
1: fire, yeah. <laughs> That's Tommy White from the Rockadunda Maze, who enjoys playing Clonis wheelchair basketball with the club. And thanks to all those who are involved in the show this evening and the trainer Garrett Cullerton as well. Thanks for tuning our way on this Monday evening. And leaving you this evening with a track, a poignant track actually, by David Gray. He doesn't sing on this song, it's an instrumental and it's a beautiful song. It's called January Rain. And I want to dedicate it to the memory of Ashley Murphy to try and keep her alive in our heads because it'll remind us of what's important around us as she went for her jog last week. And uh, there's plenty of people all remembering her this evening. I know going to her removal and they'll remember her tomorrow as well at her funeral. And hopefully our community will get together again and be stronger as a result. Thanks so much for listening. May she rest in peace.